Welcome to Beyond Rent, the property management podcast brought to you by Rent Manager. Each episode, we sit down with an expert to talk industry updates, tech solutions, and top tips for those in the property management space. And now, let's get to the conversation and go Beyond Rent. Hey everyone, and welcome to Beyond Rent. Today we have Omer of Clear joining us. Clear recently joined Rent Manager's integrations program, so we're excited to learn more about how they can help manage and track expenses, including receipts. Omer, welcome to Beyond Rent. Thank you, Joe. This is a true pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited about this topic. I mean, even in our personal lives, managing receipts and uh, bills and all these things, they can be really challenging when they're not in our technology, right? When they're not digital. So I'm excited to hear what you have to share about that, but I want to make sure our audience knows who you are. So go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us what you're all about. Uh, sure, sure. So I've been a nerd since I was about seven, uh, started out technical. My parents sent me to coding school pretty early on, have always been very attracted to the entrepreneurial side, actually started with marketing. So I, uh, when I was 18, I would sell Michael Jackson hats on eBay, and that was a big, uh, a big seller. I, and I'm, I'm Israeli, so I, I barely knew who Michael Jackson was. Didn't know the people I was buying the hats from, nor did I know the people I was selling the hats from. So that, that was a lot of fun. Uh, right out of school, I started my uh, first company, which was uh, a mobile app development studio and a course instruction. So we became one of the biggest course instruction companies in Israel for all things Android and Apple development. Uh, I sold that company, started the digital marketing agency that also grew pretty big, did that for about 10 years, and uh, have exited that recently, and now focus all my time on Clear, which is uh, an amazing, both a passion project and a real platform that helps so many companies now. It's super exciting. That's that's me in a nutshell. Yeah, that is so interesting. And the idea of selling something that you don't really even understand the appeal of completely, but you knew there's a market for it. I think that really speaks volumes to somebody that has, you know, founded three different companies that you're always out there thinking, well, what is it that people really need? What do they want? And how do I help meet those needs of the, of those customers? I think that's really interesting. So what is, what does that progression look like to go from selling these hats on eBay, which is a great fun story to offering a service where you're helping people manage receipts and bills and things like that. That seems like uh, quite a progression. Well, honestly, it, it turned out cool because of what I'm about to say, but not as much as you might think, because it could have been anything that I bought and sold. It was all about data. I saw what there was demand for, and I did my best to fulfill that demand. And taking it back, you know, uh, 20, 20 something years forward into the future, it, it's not that different now either. So I'm, I'm a marketing guy. I'm a tech guy. I like to find problems and then uh, find solutions for those problems. And this is just one of those things, right? I have spoken to and have worked with an ex- a large amount of property management companies. And it was very evident that, you know, obviously they have a lot of challenges. I don't have to tell you, right? It's not it's not a walk in the park to be a property manager these days. But one of the problems and one I thought uh, the team, Elan and I, my co-founder, had a good solution for was exactly this, right? They had people out in the field. So the supers, the maintenance guys, the teams, 
they would have to go and purchase certain things at Home Depots, at Lowe's, retail stores, um, even gas sometimes or food. And then that receipt, that that proof of purchase came into existence. And that started a whole process, right? If I, you know, if my mother buys something and gets a receipt, that, that's where it ends. But but that's not at all the case for any, any business, uh, least of all a property management business. A lot of things have to happen with that receipt. So that receipt happens. And then somebody has to give it, typically the purchaser has to give it to someone at the office. That person at the office has to figure out why that money was spent and for whom, right? Which unit, which property, was it even approved? Should he have done that? The money's already spent, but now we might have a problem, right? So once they code it to the right property, then we're talking about the bookkeeping side of things. So what about the category? What about the vendor? What about the customer? Depending on which accounting platform you use and how you keep your books, that's a whole set of issues and things to figure out. And then somebody has to approve that. And then the books have to be closed and reconciled. So we're talking, you know, six to 10 touch points across two to four different people in the company, just from some guy going to McDonald's. That's a big problem. That takes dozens of hours on, you know, the conservative side. And I've heard of some of our users uh, who had upwards of 50 hours a month uh, doing just that. And that's that's the problem that we set out to solve. And I think, uh, think we did a pretty good job. Yeah, and it really is something I can actually relate to even in my personal life. So my personal budget, uh, we track every receipt, right? But what's different in your personal life is if a receipt goes missing or, uh, you know, let's say it was an unauthorized purchase, right? You weren't aware somebody in the family was going to make that purchase. Uh, it's not like a staff member or a team member that you can hold accountable for, right? <laughs> for that, right? It just happens, right? And so, okay, well, that money's gone. You can't get that money back now. And we just record it in the budget and you move on. Businesses don't operate that way, right? Like you said, there's a lot of approvals, a lot of processes involved, on my personal side, I just make sure it's in the budget. It gets allocated correctly and we move on, but businesses need to operate differently. And they're dealing with a lot more receipts than I'm dealing with personally. So let's talk, I guess, maybe dive into that portion, right? So you have identified the problem of, you know, all of these complex things that can happen when a receipt is produced. Uh, maybe what are some of the, the key areas that you would point out of like, okay, that receipt is produced. What are the, some of the main problems that exist as soon as that receipt uh, comes into existence. So I think the two main ones is which property or unit or tenant or owner this receipt belongs to, because in and of itself, that piece of information can dictate a lot of different things. For example, should we bill the owner for this expense or should we eat it as a property management company? That's that's a big thing. I know of companies that used to like lose over $5,000 a month just in these small-ish expenses that added up that, you know, were just lost uh, in, in, in the process. So that's one, definitely which unit or property or owner. The other is on the bookkeeping side. So which category is it? That there's a PL, there's trust accounting, there's per property accounting. You you can't not do it. It's it's the law, right? If you, God forbid, if you get audited, you cannot be not buttoned up, essentially. So that's definitely the other side of it. These are the two like buckets of issues and each of those break down into other sub 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 issues on their own. 
Yeah, and I can only imagine that is happening all the time. Like you even made a good point there of like, well, who's responsible for that expense, right? Where does that sit? Who needs to own this expense? Are we getting reimbursed for it? And I can only imagine the margin of error is quite large on these. Um, and I can, can also think that oftentimes these receipts just go missing, right? All of a sudden there's a charge on a credit card and no one knows what the receipt is and they don't know what it was or, or what it, or maybe even whoever made it, right? If there's shared accounts and things like that. So you're left with a lot of unknowns uh, with that world. So, okay. So we've got problems there. Um, What other issues like happen, I guess, further downstream once you have that receipt into the system? So the, the other big heavy lift here is how do we record those? Um, and the recording can happen on the books, like I said, in, in any of your accounting proper, uh, platforms, however you do it, but also on the specifics, right? There are bills that you have to record. This, this bill is typically the object that dictates what happens uh, or, or how do we even keep that information in the company. And again, that, that translates into owner statements and all that stuff that, that I already touched on. And so um, that bill part alone can take many hours of just manual entry, right? And, and people who work for property management companies, they, they know property management. They, they have a lot of brain up there that knows a lot of different things that, that is needed to run this business. What you don't really need a brain for is mindlessly typing in bill information into the platform, into your PMS. Um, And I'm sure you guys see that all the time, right? That is also something that automation and AI can truly help with. Um, Just cut down those, you know, you don't need to spend 10 hours a month doing that. Um, It just doesn't make sense in 2023. Yeah, the data entry part is always a little baffling, but it's a reality. No matter what business you're in, uh, as tech savvy as we tend to think we are, there's still a lot of manual things that happen. But how do we move forward, right? How do we get less manual and get more, like you said, automation or even AI at this point that can do some of these things for us? Um, are you seeing a lot of people asking for this or are they kind of stuck in their, their old ways of doing things and they're okay with all the manual work and they've got eight people in accounting that handle these things? Tons. I mean, property management as, as an industry is all about margins, right? It's if, if you're a well-oiled machine as a business, your margins can be pretty significant. If you are not, your margins can put you at risk of, of not being in the black at the end of the month. Simple as that. And so property managers constantly look for ways to increase efficiency and reduce labor hours because that, that's the biggest cost structure of of such companies. So we are constantly approached by uh, all of our users with ideas on, hey, I had this idea. Can can we automate that? Can we automate this? I can, you know, pretty confidently say that the vast majority of the users that sign up for our platform is not because of any sort of integration or any sort of, you know, nice UI uh, that we've provided. It's specifically because we automate uh, either, you know, standard automation, air quotes, or using AI parts of the business that they're currently doing manually, and they just don't want to do that. Yeah, and I do agree. We do hear from our customers as well constantly about um, increasing automation, 
how do we take things that are very mundane, you know, repetitive tasks and how do we offload those things? Um, I know in our industry, depending on the segment you're looking at, many are using remote employees, virtual assistants, people like that uh, to do a lot of the data entry as sometimes even just like an opportunity to, to temporarily move things around until the automation catches up with what they're actually trying to achieve. So um, 100% uh, that continues to be, uh, I would say, a top topic among um, our customers and most people in property management, obviously. So, okay, so we've identified a number of different issues here, some gaps that happen when we're trying to manage these expenses. Are we missing any? Are there any other ones that we need to discuss before we start talking about like what the future looks like or maybe um, what people should be doing through technology? Well, I think we could talk for hours about, you know, how AI impacts technology in general and specifically this industry. And I should say, I mean, Clear is an expense and spend automation platform. Uh, we will roll out everything that has to do with account payables automation, uh, hopefully a week from now. So that's exciting. But beyond the company spending money, which is what Clear helps with, there is an infinite amount of opportunities to, to, to employ automation and AI specifically for property managers. And if anybody out there wants to have a conversation about that, that's my passion. I'd love to just reach out to me. I'm available anywhere. Um, yeah, we, we can talk for hours about this, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and it is exciting kind of the phase that we're in right now with technology. There's so much going on with AI, chat GPT, things like that. And, and I think a lot of people are becoming more aware of it. And I think as they become more aware of it, they're going to start asking, uh, about more, you know, features, benefits, things like that, that are built into existing uh, technology platforms to, to have uh, those in place. So, okay, well, let's get back on to, uh, I guess, less about technology and more about this whole like process of managing these receipts. So, you know, we understand kind of the, the issues that exist and, and some of the gaps that are in place. And a lot of what we said, people listening are probably like just shaking their heads. Like, yep, I have all of these concerns, all of these issues, lost receipts. We can't match uh, up the expenses, things like that. Let's talk about a better solution for this, right? Let's talk about like what it truly looks like to have technology driving this experience. And obviously you're an expert in it because you build a platform around it, but let's talk about what that looks like. So if you're using technology, where are the gains, right? And and what happens in that process when a receipt is generated? So there are, there are, there are multiple ways to use technology to improve the process of tracking your expenses and receipts specifically. I'm happy to offer a few tips um, after this. But if you're going to use Clear, the way that we do it is by having the person who spent the money send the receipt via SMS to a number we provide. And if the card that they used happened to be Visa or Amex, we actually have a direct integration with both of those networks through direct partnerships with them, which allow us to get the data right as it happens in real time which then enables us to instead of relying on the spender to remember to send a receipt, we will actually text them to say, hey, Joe, you just spent $100 at Home Depot. Please click this link and provide the receipt. And so they provide that receipt. And we also ask them to tell us which property or unit it's for. Once they do that, we have all the information that we need. We use AI and OCR to analyze what the receipt says. So we know the merchant, the day, the amount, et cetera. We then have access to that user's online statement because they connect that to Clear as well. And then it's a simple matching job, right? We know 
the, the which transaction happened and which transaction we have the receipt for. We have a list of all of the transactions. We put them together and we automatically help them code the category. I mean, Uber is probably always going to be vendor Uber category travel. Pretty simple. So we can we help them create all those rules and, and we help make those suggestions. But from a situation where that guy who spent the money had to keep that receipt in their pocket or in their glove compartment, drive to the office, give it to the person, or even, you know, send it via email. I've heard that being uh, done sometimes. And then the person at the office has to figure out, wait, which which property was this for? And this category, I have to choose it manually and I have to put it in and manual entry and, and all that stuff. None of that anymore with Clear. Uh, we do it all automatically uh, 100%. And that's that's how we save a whole bunch of time. For property managers, basically. Yeah, and I love the the move in technology that we have seen to take what was oftentimes just like back office, right? Back office had all the technology, all the software, and we're really putting it in people's hands, right? And I think that's where, you know, and and maybe I sound old when I say this, but I feel like that's a new thing. And I know it's been happening for a decade or longer uh, at this point, but it truly is new for a lot of people. And with anything that's new, I do have to kind of question like, what does the adoption rate of something like this look like? So you have all these different employees that have company credit cards and they're making all these purchases. And the old process was, again, they, they bring in the receipt, they fill out a form, whatever it might look like, there was a process in place. What are your customers saying about adoption of these people to use the technology that's now in place? Are they quick or is it kind of a struggle to get people to change how they're doing it? So I actually have a story about that. Um, typically when... A company owner or a foreman or anyone in the position of management comes across clear, they're very excited to use a platform like this because they know the pains, right? They're the ones that have to go and remind Joe and Bob and James and Jack, hey, guys, that receipt from three weeks ago, we actually need it, please, if you don't mind. So, so send it in. And that creates a lot of tension and everyone's frustrated. Nobody likes that. The the Jakes and the Joes, and I'm sorry I keep using the name Joe, but, you know, that. That's that's how it works. That's a good name. Uh, <laughs> they don't care as much as the the management typically, right? They need the the faucet from Home Depot, so they go and buy it, but then they forget about it. And they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, boss, we forgot again." And like that that's that's how it works. So we used to have a mobile app for Clear, and we thought, "Yeah, apps are cool. People are going to use the app. They're going to snap the photo. They're going to code it there." And the adoption was not where we wanted it to be. And that's when we switched over to the SMS, right? Because these people, sometimes English is not even their first language. So we do everything in Spanish for them by texting. And so they love it to the point where we've heard from multiple business owners that even if they wanted to disengage from Clear, which let me uh, calm you down, they, they do not. But if they did... Uh, their 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 workforce wouldn't like it because now they're getting a bad deal. Now they're going to go back to being reminded and having to keep receipts crumpled up in their pockets. And you know it's 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 a lose lose. Nobody nobody would like that on either side. Um, so adoption has been fairly quick and sticky, which I think is more important on both sides, management and the workforce. Yeah, I love that story because. You know, way back when uh, the old marketing campaign was there's an app for that, right? And there was, there was an app for everything. And we all downloaded thousands of apps and we needed apps for everything. 
And I hear, and this her story supports this, that a lot of people are kind of moving away from that. And apps are really important. Um, obviously, we have one, but we also have you know, uh, a web portal and, st- and stuff like that where people have a kind of a choice of how to access things. But people are looking for the the fit that makes the most sense for them in that moment. And sometimes a very robust app is what you want because there's lots of different things happening. But when somebody has like a singular action they need to take, the app probably isn't the right solution, right? Because they just have one thing they need to do. They don't need a whole app for one thing. And, and I love how your company pivoted to say, hey, you know, having an app was kind of fun and cool, but we're going to provide something that's more functional and easier for these people to use because that was my, my number one question is like, well, how do you get these people to do it? And I'm sure they don't want to be hassled about where the receipt was, but changing behaviors is, 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 is a challenge sometimes. So that is a great to hear that you've simplified it to the point where yes, everyone wants to adopt it. It's simple. It's easy. It's straightforward. I think it goes back to data, right? It's exactly how we started this conversation. We saw that people wanted something else and we gave them something else. And coming from, you know, again, I'm not a property manager. I come from tech and startups and marketing and data. Way too often, and I know Ren Manager actually does a great job with, with listening to their audience, right? To their users. But way too often, Startups are trying to jam down the way they think things should happen down the throat of their users. And then they get surprised and disappointed where things don't end up the way they want to. Um, And if I, you know, sometimes other startup founders uh, come and and ask for some, you know, hey, this is what we're doing. What do you think? Startups is a very, the the startup scene is very inclusive. We, We constantly talk to each other. And that's the number one thing, right? Listen to your target demographic. You're, you work with people of a certain kind. You have to do things the way that they want to do things. You can't force them to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Now, that's very true. And, uh, you know, listening to the customer is always very important. They normally will help you solve any problem that you have, right? Because they'll tell you the way they want it to be done. So you don't have to really think too hard about it. They'll, a lot of times they'll tell you exactly uh, what it is that they need to solve their problems. So, okay. So as we think about this process, you described a very simple tech-driven experience through a mobile phone, right? Then technology, AI, OCR is doing all these things in the background. What happens when this actually gets to the back office? Is there is there much to do at that point? So hopefully no, right? Everything should be pretty straightforward, pretty seamless. The, the admin gets a nice dashboard. They get a table of transactions, assuming the, the field teams have sent in the receipts. And we do remind them, by the way, to avoid the, the management having to remind them, we'll remind them if they forgot automatically, which is a, a fan favorite, as you can imagine. Um, assuming they send it in, everything is, you know, 80, 90% coded. The category should be in there. The vendor should be in there. The property should be in there. The owner should be in there. So unless there's something specific they want to track in addition to that, which we support, we let them add like additional dynamic fields. Like, for example, if it's uh, if this particular one is billable or if they want to add on labor hours to the guy changing the light bulb or stuff like that, um, then no, there, there really isn't much else. And then they can export it uh, for you know their purposes. They can import it into any platform. Uh, we do offer uh, integrations into accounting platforms as well. So everything should be pretty seamless from that point on. That's why I think uh, the users get value that they do from Clear. And I think the last thing I want to say about that is that we really tried to make it simple. I don't know if the the level of simplicity comes across over audio, right, on this conversation, but 
we put so much effort under the hood for the front end, for the UI, for the, uh, you know, the, the points, the touch points with the users to be as simple as possible. They, they don't have a lot of options to do things and they don't need to do a lot of things. We just guide them through super like smoothly. Um, I think that's what I love most about what we ended up building. Yeah. And when it comes to things like business operations and accounting, all too often, it's not simple, right? There's uh, very robust options. There's lots of things. Um, and it's one of the things I think a lot of customers want is they actually want to provide a more simple solution to the people that are doing the everyday task, right? And, and have a, a platform that has all these different options, but the person that's seeing that UI is only seeing the parts that they need, right? And I think that's really helpful. And it sounds like uh, Claire has that mindset, which I think is very smart, very intuitive in that way. So let's pivot a little bit and let's talk about those tips and tricks that you were mentioning earlier. So obviously there's a solution like Clear um, to fully automate it, use lots of technology. Now, what are some tips and tricks in general for receipt, expense management to kind of handle these things for those that aren't using technology quite yet? For sure. So, I mean, on the receipt data side, I think a very, very important um, you know, baseline of operations that any manager needs to set for their business, and, and not necessarily only for property management, but definitely for property management, where you have a lot of different people out in the field all the time, is to centralize one place where all the receipts live. Because if you count on, you know, the guy out in the field spending the money, bringing the receipt, even if they're awesome about it and they do it every time, they take that receipt, they give it to Becky at the office and she puts it on the table and then in a folder, too much can go wrong. And you, you don't have to keep a physical copy. It's a, it's a matter of preference. And I, I honestly don't have an opinion on the physical side of things. I'm, I'm a digital kind of guy. But if you really want to, if you want to touch your receipts, keep it in a folder. What I would say, also keep it in a centralized drive. It could be um, a Google Drive. It could be a Dropbox. I have no preference. There are, there are a million of these. But keep it in those. Make sure it's coded by month, right? It's a tiny bit of work at the end of the week to have, you know, let's call it a WhatsApp group to upload everything. Becky can grab it from there, put it on Google Drive, code it by month, and you just forget about it. It adds minutes to the end of week closeout, but it saves you thousands of hours, you know, once you get audited five years later and you have to find out why you spent 25 bucks at Home Depot that one Sunday five years ago, right? Um, so that's that's a big one. You can always use things like um, calendar reminders to do these things, right? I'm, I'm all about automation. So anything the computer can do to remind me to do things that I know I should do, but I forget, if I'm not willing to do it, then no amount of reminders in the world are gonna are gonna help, right? But if I if I truly deep down want to do it, but just life happens and and I forget, and then the day passes, that's easily solvable with calendar reminders. There are so many. We'll, we'll take it back to apps, right? Because for that, apps actually are good. Reminder apps, task management apps, create an SOP, right? A, a, a project management sheet and just check off your end of week tasks as they pertain to expenses. Definitely good advice for anything else as well, but we're talking about expenses today. So all of those things. And another uh, final advice on that is try to create time blocks 
for these things. So don't do one-offs. Yeah, I'll do these two receipts. I'll type in these five bills. I'll get to the rest later. People forget that there's onboarding and offboarding time from every task, small to large. And if you centralize that task to a time block, you're only paying the price of the onboarding and offboarding once instead of every time. And that, that can make a big difference. So end of week or beginning of week, however you prefer to do it, uh, you know, close out 30 minutes, type in all your bills, five minutes, organize all the receipts in the in the appropriate folders. Super easy to create a kind of a running PNL that way. Um, obviously, you can use rent managers, um, Excel, whatever you want, right? But just just do it. Way too often do I see in general, but also obviously users that come into clear, they're all over the place, right? They, they don't even know where half their receipts is. And if, again, I, I keep mentioning it because unfortunately, one of the drivers that get people to come to clear is an IRS audit that they've been through and they never want to go through this again, right? So they're, they're trying to find a real solution for that. Unfortunately, after the fact. So, so be smart before the fact. You don't have to use clear, but do keep organized. So uh, these are a few tips that I've seen work really well. Yeah, those are great tips. And I'm glad that you still connected it to technology because, you know, technology is our friend. It's going to help us. And, and it's really funny. In my role, uh, I have a, a company credit card and I have receipts from it. And I have a calendar reminder once a month to submit all those receipts into the platform that we use for expenses, right? Because if I don't, the following week, I will get an email that says, hey, <laughs> the credit card bill showed up and we don't have your receipts. Where are your receipts? So I have that reminder set. Um, so I'm kind of following, I think, two of the three tips of advice that you gave there. I think what I need to do is centralize where I put those receipts so I don't lose any. I think that's the one piece that I'm missing out on there. And I don't keep any digital copies yet for myself. So I'm going to take those tips and apply them to my own life because I think those are great. And, and And again, I think the fact that you don't have to necessarily go all in on technology and use a product like clear you definitely could or maybe you should but minimally you need to get your digital life put together in a way that receipts are managed there um and that especially if you have lots of different people that idea of centralizing right that you have a process of like well how are we managing these paper receipts what are we doing everyone follows it every single time i think if you keep it like you said earlier keep it simple people will follow that uh that process it'll be easier for them and I can only imagine going back and trying to go through a stack of paper receipts and finding something during an audit. That sounds like everyone's worst nightmare. Exactly. That's uh, that's what we're all trying to avoid at the end of the day. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So as we kind of come to a closing here, I want to make sure that you have a moment to really kind of give us final thoughts on this whole world. Obviously, you spend a lot of your time and a lot of your effort solving this issue for so many people in property management. What are kind of your overall like, I guess, inspirational word, words towards doing a better job managing receipts and expenses. My, my inspirational kind of thoughts on this would be that expenses and, and any sort of data management is only an extension of time management. And, and for time management, there's an entire theory and it's being researched constantly. And, and you know, universities give classes specifically on time management. The tips that I offered earlier, they're, they're tiny applications of, you know, broader ideas and subjects. Definitely look into that's I've done this for my own personal and professional life. I strongly recommend everybody else do it as well. 
look into time management. It, it really is going to change your life. If, if Clear is super helpful and it's great and I recommend it, I, I can't honestly say it's going to change your life um, to, to a really meaningful degree. Time management will. So if you have to choose between Clear and time management, go time management. If you don't have to choose, go with both. I'm all for that. Um, but yeah, it's just that that's that's where it is. I think that's what it all comes down to. That's what Clear tries to help with. And if we tie it all back to technology and AI, we live in pivotal times for humanity, not because AI is cool, but because it helps cut down the time it takes us humans to do really anything, right? And that's that's the big game changer. So, you know, 50, maybe, maybe 10 years from now, we're all going to have a lot more time to do other things because a lot of it is going to be done for us. If, if we're workaholics, we'll have time to start a new business. Uh, if we just want more free time, we'll have more time for hobbies. That's, uh, I hope that was inspirational enough. Yeah, that's great. And and I love that, A, you had humility to say time management comes above uh, the, the, uh, the uh, product that you're you're talking about today. So I, I, I love that part. But also this idea that it is all tied to time management, right? And, and I think if you went and looked at time management and really focused in on it, you would start realizing things like expense management and receipt management really are a big time drain, right? So you instantly would start looking for solutions like Clear to help free up that time uh, of your yourself, your company, your staff, all of those things really do matter. So um, I think that was quite inspirational. Um, we all could do a much better job. We only have so much time, right? So we have to manage it very, very well. So, all right. So go ahead and give us some details on how our audience can reach out to you if they want to learn more. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm everywhere. Search for my name, Omel Menashe, on LinkedIn. I'll come up first. Uh, the, the benefits of having an uncommon name, I guess. Uh, Twitter, hi, Omer Menashe. Clear is at clearclyr.io. That's our website. Um, and email me at omer at clear.io. Anywhere you want. I'm there. That's perfect. And my name is not so unique, so I'm a lot harder to find than, than you might be. We'll drop some links into the show notes as well. Uh, well, thanks for being on the podcast. I think I've learned a lot. Um, I really loved everything you had to say about this whole process and streamlining something that some people probably have given up on making better because it is so painful and it's just part of what they do. There are better ways to do it through technology. So I uh, really appreciate you being here and thanks to our audience for joining us for another episode. And until next time, keep going beyond rent. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Beyond Rent. If you enjoyed this podcast, spread the word on social media and with your peers in the industry. To be notified when more episodes are released, subscribe using your favorite podcast player. Beyond Rent is brought to you by Rent Manager Property Management Software. Learn more about Rent Manager's industry-leading software solutions at rentmanager.com. Until next time, keep going Beyond Rent. Beyond Rent.